0: how acceptance prepares you to live in an ever-changing world. Welcome to this bite-sized episode of the High Performance Podcast. We're very shortly going to play you a clip from Johanna Conta, who is a former British tennis player. She was the British number one. She was actually ranked at one point as number four in the world. She joined us on the High Performance Podcast. We spoke about so much. And one of the things that we spoke about is the ability to live with pain. You're going to hear Johanna talk about her former coach, Juan, who equipped her to deal with the fact that sometimes life is difficult, that life is basically (laughs) unpredictable, that we don't know what is around the corner. So how do we deal with life when we don't know what's about to happen and sometimes the thing that does happen is painful? Well, you've got to try and look at life through positive eyes, regardless of the situation that you're in. It's about understanding the acceptance in life is a choice so even when life is difficult accepting that it's difficult you know there'll be people listening to this thinking oh my boss is so difficult I don't get on with my boss now this isn't an easy concept but you just need to accept that because the reason why you think you should get on with your boss is because you've written a fairy tale in your head that your boss is going to be a great person to get along with or for someone that has um, a difficult relationship with a partner or a child well what makes you think that life shouldn't be at times difficult whether it is a boss or a partner or a child, or even at times what Johanna talks about is that she had to understand that nothing was permanent and that that was really, really liberating for her. Because once you realise that nothing's permanent, once you learn to accept it, then you lose the resistance. Once you lose the resistance, then you lose the pain. Now let me be clear once again, it's not necessarily an easy concept to grasp, but it's absolutely a concept that if you can understand and if you can employ in your own life, it will get you closer to a life of high performance. It will take you from just feeling happy to specifically being happy. It will make you feel bulletproof because you will know that no matter what is around the corner, you live a life of acceptance. So you will accept it. You will understand that it won't be forever. And that sometimes life is hard and painful and disappointing and difficult. But not always. So anyway, let me share it with you. This is Johanna Conta and a small clip from our incredible conversation with her. Enjoy.
1: I got very lucky because that's when I was introduced to Juan Cotto. Yep. Through him and my coach at the time, Esteban, Caril. And it was during that period that we started to... Peel back the layers of of anxiety, of of um, responsibility, of 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 guilt. I think guilt is probably the biggest one, um, and start finding the root of why I play, and and that's when I think the dream came back into it. That's okay. where kind of I play because I fell in love with this sport as a mm-hmm. young girl, and I decided to dedicate my life to it. And whether I make it, I'm you know, using quotation marks, whether I make it or not, um, it's actually irrelevant to that part because I, you know, I'm here and I, I I'm trying to do the best that I can. Yeah. And I think taking a lot of joy and pride in me doing the best that I can, I think that's what started then alleviating the guilt and, and that side and actually started making room to become a better tennis player, to become a better competitor, to study the game, to learn the game, to to actually maximise what I have as, a, as, a, as an athlete.
0: Would you say that you then started to love winning as opposed to fear losing? Was that a distinction that you began to make?
1: I think so, but I think more than anything, I just started to love playing and I started to we actually almost fall in love again with the different things it offered me, um, a, an outlet of my competitiveness, uh, of my curiosity to improve my desire to learn. And I started enjoying that process. I think process became a very big trigger word for us. It was about the day in, day out process in, and, and yeah, enjoying that that process. <laughs>
0: so had you had you worked with anyone from a psychological perspective before you met Juan? Yeah,
1: I think um kind of through the Australian Federation at the time and even maybe come when I came over, I'm sure I'd I'd met with someone at the at the LTA as well. I think psychology and sports psychology has always kind of been around um for me. Um I think I came at the point where it started becoming more yeah. popular, but I think it was more in yeah, it was when I met Juan where I actually I found someone um who just spoke to me in a way that I understood mm. and I could grasp and I could use practically.
0: So could you give me an example of that then, Jo?
1: Um so it was kind of with him that we started first establishing a routine as well, um, and accountability for the the things that I was doing. So we'd I'd I remember I'd always read every morning The Optimist's Creed. Um, and if probably pushed hard enough, I probably could recite it still because I read that Come on, for give years. Us a no, bit. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, and it would be things like that's when I started using Headspace, yeah, um, the app okay. Headspace, and that, and kind of getting a practice into that. Then I think it was also working through different worries. So I'd start, I'd start. That's when I started writing. So writing down kind of what I was stressed about, and then there was a formula to that in in writing writing down what I was struggling with. Um, bringing all the reasons in why that was okay why that was normal then bringing all the reasons in why it could be grateful and and why every, actually everything's okay and it's yeah. almost like a a game plan for yourself with whatever you're struggling with on that day and it was this kind of habit that we built and I think That started, again, uh, creating space for me to then play when it came to On Court.
0: We get a lot of people talking to us about the struggle of anxiety and the baggage that they carry. And it, it seems to me like Juan kind of unpicked a lot of things from the past and realigned things in your mind. But almost more than that, it sounds like he kind of said, look, it's okay to have anxiety and struggle and fear and to carry all of this. But you can also carry it without being impacted by it. You can you can live with it
1: yes yeah I think it was it was understanding that actually whatever feelings that I'm feeling whatever um however overwhelmed I feel I'm actually fully equipped to deal with it I'm fully equipped to live through it and I think it was with him that we we also discussed that nothing's permanent Nothing's a permanent state. Everything keeps moving. And so I think that kind of gave me hope as mm-hmm. well when yeah. I was feeling really down or overwhelmed, stressed, upset, anything, um, knowing that this is not going to stay like this. I, I will feel different at some point. And I think actually, um, let me just get it right in my head, but a formula that he gave me is um, pain. Times resistance equals suffering. So if I'm in pain, let's say at a ten, but and I'm you know resisting at a ten, then my suffering's going to be a hundred. Yeah. But if my resistance is zero, then my suffering's zero. And although you know there's probably variances in there, but to me that gave it a very practical, tangible kind of Brilliant. kind of steps for me to take if I was feeling a certain way.
0: So when did you? see the evidence of this work that you were doing, the habits, some of the reflections that you were doing. When did you start to see some of the seeds of that begin to blossom? Hmm.
1: I think probably in 2015 I was playing a small challenger circuit. I was also working with a a coach who worked with Esteban called José Manuel Garcia and he would sometimes come on trips with me. And we were together in um, the U.S. playing on green clay. Um, it was the kind of the prep circuit on the ITF tour for French Open. And we were playing twenty fives. Twenty fives, and maybe a fifty thousand um, dollar tournament in Jackson, Mississippi, and in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. and Dothan, Alabama. I think the place was called. And I remember just playing that whole trip just really grateful and really just kind of in a yeah in a very sincerely grateful way of just being able to be there mm. and just to be able to step on court and being healthy and enjoying the sunshine and and just really looking at these you know lovely little like clubs that we were playing at like how great is this yeah. how and i think that's when i really felt like i took just a, a like a really big breath and just kind of, oh, this is really great. And if it never changes from this, if this is, if this is all I get in, in kind of the hierarchy of tennis, then my God, mm. I'm so lucky. And I think it was that kind of just real deep appreciation for kind of what I was doing. just It, it just brought me joy.
0: Well, I really hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear the full conversation with Johanna Conter, then it's episode 79 of the High Performance Podcast. Just a quick reminder that you can also watch the episode. Just go to our YouTube channel, and I would love you to join the 25,000-plus people who are members of the High Performance Circle. It's free. It's full of amazing information, videos, newsletters, incredible content. It's a brilliant community. If you want to be part of it, just go to thehighperformancepodcast.com. I'm going to leave you with one last thought regarding the conversation we just had with Johanna Konza. And it is this quote from the stoic Marcos Aurelius. Never let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. Our anger and annoyance are more detrimental to us than the things themselves which anger or annoy us. It's another brilliant reminder that life is actually 95% how you react to the 5% of things that happen to you. Happiness and freedom begin with that total understanding that some things are in your control and some things simply aren't. So the only place to look... For strength is within.
1: Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time for another episode of the High Performance Podcast.